Yeah, it really is. <laughs> when I was going through my moments um, last year, this song has helped me out tremendously. And it's my, it's my get up alright and start the day. Yeah, it's like yeah. get up and start the day. Yeah, definitely. And it's so black. episode three Sharona. i know we are on a roll <laughs> yes yes <laughs> definitely just pouring out ourselves to you guys and welcome back everybody yeah. behind the stage pod yes thank you so back. much for tuning into the madness yes <laughs> yes and just being being y'all like you guys have been super supportive um We've been getting with, a lot of Instagram messages. Oh, right? yeah. Like, and yes, the DMs from on our personal pages, on um, the behind the stage page. It's just been awesome. So shout out to every single one of y'all who's just been super supportive and has been reposting and just laughing with us, too. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been great. Cool. So, how was your week? Our last few weeks. Oh boy, we've been here. It's been What's going on. It's been a ride. It's definitely been a ride. Um, last few weeks, I was in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I did my first um, speaking engagement out there. Yay! Yes. Get the round of applause. Oh, we don't have it yet. Yes, because <laughs> round of applause, round of applause, round of applause. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was awesome. Shout out to Jamil and shout, shout out to his wife Sally mm-hmm. uh, from the SNJ um, Foundation. Um, a few months ago, I was like, you know what, Jamil, I want to do an event um, out in, in Buffalo. Um, I mean, I want you to do the event. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and me be a part of it. Yeah, let's be clear <laughs> on our ask. Yes. <laughs> so he's just like, yeah, you know, I haven't done an event in a while. And um, I wanted to do, um, he was like how he wanted to do something in regards to uh, mental health, mm-hmm. which is such a huge topic. Yeah. Um, or just a huge, yeah, huge topic in our community and just overall. And um, he's just like, okay, you know, I know that mental health and learning disabilities are different, but at the end of the day, I'm sure that you've gone through your share of um, issues before your diagnosis, which has possibly led to um, mental health and so on. And I wouldn't say that I suffer from mental health um, because, I mean, at the end of the day, I've, um, I'm not on medication. I haven't been diagnosed or anything of that nature. But everybody has their highs and their lows. Yeah, and it's even even if it's like anxiety Absolutely. or absolutely and um, i've been depression at times yeah so, yeah and i've been very candid about me having anxiety over the last few years mm-hmm. and um yeah we put this event together and um yeah it was a huge success um shout out to jamil and sally again for bringing me on board and um the panelist and even the host it was just a really cool event event and um i was super proud of myself um, absolutely yeah yeah and um yeah on my insta story i was talking about and i messaged you because i took the bus yes, out there yes. and i was just like to Ooh. think that i did this like every month <laughs> yeah for fun for fun 
to New York and being on this bus for 12 hours. And yeah, the resilience. We did that like it was nothing. Like it was nothing. Yeah. The resilience I had when I was younger. And yes. Then the, like yes. when I got on the bus, I'm like, I'm only on here for like maybe what, what an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. And I already am like, anxious. And I'm like, I want to yeah, get yeah, off. Yeah, I want to yeah. get off. <laughs> but yeah, I just didn't want to drive out there. I'm just too tired. I, yeah. I just after having such a crazy visual day yeah. with merchandising and my clients I was like you know what we just take the Greyhound and it's cheap so mm-hmm. why not but yeah good call on that yeah, yeah. most definitely but... and you can get things done on the bus oh goodness right? gracious that two hour span hour and a half span is like crucial time oh yeah right it's yeah it was definitely a moment where I looked um I was online doing my other stuff um doing stuff for visuals yeah it was dope it was a really cool time so shout out to everybody that came out and yeah thanks so much for having me jamil and sally much appreciated i remember you introducing me to them years ago when we went to the dia sims event in buffalo yes um so i just love that you're really good you're really really good at like maintaining Mm -hmm. relationships and stuff I, i always say that's like one of your strengths thank you um so I love that he just kept that same energy over Absolutely. the years. I really respect them for that. Oh, yeah. And so he's that's awesome. doing amazing things out in Buffalo. Like, yeah. homie works for the mayor out mm-hmm. there. So, yeah, he's doing awesome. So shout out to them again. Yeah. How was your few weeks? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's crazy because, like, we come in here, like, twice a month. And so mm-hmm. much happens in in the span of two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so since the last pod, I was actually in Atlanta. Yes. Um, for the BYOB conference, mm-hmm. uh, Bring Your Own Brand, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. So it was myself and a few of my uh, CHP team members. Yes. So I was with Troy, Tisha... Adela, mm-hmm. um, Pollyanna Reed was, mm-hmm. you know, one of the main people out there. Like, even just being out there, like, you saw so many Toronto people. There was like, oh, oh hey. yeah. And, like, a Raptors game was happening at that same mm-hmm. time. So, like, the Canadian energy was just full force in of the course. air because, you know, we won and we were hype. Um, but, yeah, the BYOB conference was amazing. You know me, I'm always like, the one who is never rushing to, this is kind of bad for me to say, but I'm never rushing to these sort of like networking events Mm -hmm. because I'm always like, well, what am I really going to learn? Absolutely. I don't really want to just hear somebody tell me about their, Mm -hmm. you know, journey or whatever. Like, it's not really always a thing that Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, but um, Troy, who is, you know, uh, writer, producer, creator of CHP was one of the um, the panelists, yes. right? He, he had two talks there. So that was kind of what initiated us being like, hey, we're going to go support. We're, we're also going to line up some things for um, our side of the business while mm-hmm. we're out there. So that was awesome. Um, and Addie was out there... Um, moderating a panel as well Mm -hmm. so there was reason for us to go and support and that kind of thing but being there I could honestly say that 
it was probably like to date for me because I don't go to a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, probably like the most informative Absolutely. to date. Like I really, I kept saying just the um, the fundamental aspects of the event mm-hmm. really stood out to me. Like they ran a tight ship. I loved that each talk was. 45 minutes on the dot, Mm -hmm. like, wrapped up, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I loved that they had an interactive app for the weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, So when you wanted to ask questions Mm -hmm. in each, like, talk, it wasn't like, raise your hand, we'll get to you. It was, write your question in the app, and we'll scroll through it that way. Mm -hmm. So I really love that kind of stuff, because to me it was like, okay, like, this is different from anything that I've been to. Mm and everyone was friendly. There was just so much. There was just like a wealth of information, um, in so many different aspects. And like me as an actor, as a writer, as a director, even us doing this podcast. Like one of the first talks that I went to was about podcasting. Oh yeah, you know I seen I mean? a girl. You so, were you were hashtagging. And... I was there, front <laughs> and center. Like even something else fundamentally that I thought was great was that. So you know how. In a hotel, Mm -hmm. you'll have, like, conference rooms, right? So they're quite big, and you may not be at the front of, you know, right in, sitting front and center right up by the stage. Mm -hmm. So you might be way in the back depending on how busy the talk is Mm -hmm. or how popular the talk is or whatever. They had, like, flat screen TVs Mm -hmm. just kind of, like, situated in the audience sort of mm-hmm. to where you can sit anywhere and have like a really clear view oh god that's so amazing. that was very helpful like just something like that mm-hmm. stood out to me and i was like okay yes byob i see you those little details yeah and it and i only learned later on that it had only been like the second year i believe the first year was in dc mm-hmm. um and there's like little talks rumors that they might bring one here to toronto mm-hmm. but I would definitely, like, go back. I would definitely, yeah. And then just being at, you know, ATL used to be our stopping oh grounds we back in the day. We were about to move out to ATL. Like, we were really close. So being out there, I was also felt a little nostalgic. Like, of course. going back to certain places, eating certain food. Yes. You know, and then, of course, just weather just puts you in a good mood. Absolutely. I was like, what? Like, I don't it's, know. it's 2 a.m. in the morning and I don't feel a chill? Don't like, trust this is amazing. Me. Like, it's just now we're getting some good weather in yeah, Toronto, yeah. which is great. But So, yeah. yeah I, I seen all of the, like, the hashtags and between looking at your Instagram, Addie's Instagram, Troy's like Amoy Pollyanna like just the list even Tisha's like it looked like such an informative event and like I was just like oh god the FOMO setting it the FOMO setting it it was so hard it was so hard but I'm so glad yes I was there in spirit like I felt Um, like I was part of the crew so shout out to Drew like yeah amazing Drew and Pollyanna like Pollyanna's from Toronto like it's dope it's just it's a dope movement and just to see all you guys just in there soaking it up. And me, like, I think the thing that I love most about going into the U.S., like, even um, being in D.C., like, a month ago or whatever, just the black excellence. Oh. Just, like, the pour of, like, beautiful black people who are running businesses, yeah. who are just making a thing happen, yeah. who are... 
I just love that. I'm so empowered by that. Men, women are like younger, older, whatever. And it's just so awesome. I'm just in a place where like, Fubu baby, Forest bias. Like, Absolutely. I can't stop saying it. No, it was just beautiful to see all of y'all guys there, and just um, the one thing that I saw just from an outsider looking in, mm-hmm. it's that um, and just watching um, a few of the panel discussions. I know with a lot of those quote unquote networking events mm-hmm. or events in general, where sometimes a lot of people would wouldn't really say all of their inf- all of the information. Yeah. Because they're still in a very crabs in a bucket type of mentality, yeah. which is a whole other topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um what I did like is that people actually had some valuable things to say and oh, they absolutely. really wanted to support and just elevate young black yeah, creatives. Yeah. It's so true you like saw what, it. yeah, for sure. And that was also one thing like I came back like you know, I had like legit notes mm-hmm. and resources. Like, you know what I mean? People were like, "Hey, go to this website yeah. for this information. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is what you need to pitch to this person." Like, Absolutely. I love to I love to learn and 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 be in situations that I feel like I am a student. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I'm sitting there, I'm taking notes. You know, that's why the kind of like, no shade to any of that, Mm -hmm. but that's why the sort of like, you know, I worked so hard and I took, you know, the bus for 10 years Mm -hmm. and da da da. That's great. Like, thank you for sharing. But I didn't really learn anything from that. Absolutely. Like I rather, I'm more prone to like being, you know, interested in, the t- in this conversation that's saying like listen oh you want to uh pitch uh, a book you want to you know get be published as mm-hmm. an author this and this and this is what you need they're exactly. not gonna look at you unless you have that exactly whatever the case may be you know what i mean so team building one thing that was just um echoed throughout the weekend was the importance of building solid relationships mm-hmm. You know, which is from that. That's why that trade in you always stands out to me because it's just like, it's something that everyone kept preaching. Mm-hmm. Build your relationships, like network horizontally, mm-hmm. work with the people around you, like because then when the ask happens, it's so much. It's so much more fluid. Absolutely, it's not like cold. You like warmed it up. You went on a couple dates. You you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you just. Uh, showed a little shivery at first, you know what I mean? If we want to relate it to dating, it's not just like cold turkey, like, yeah. yo, this is what I need from you. Um, and people are more receptive mm-hmm. to that when you actually build relationships. So, so yeah, it was amazing. I'm definitely looking forward um, to the next one or an event that is similar to that. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so... A lot of people over the years, I feel, you know, just knowing how long um, you and I have been in the entertainment world as, you know, by way of like styling, acting, you know, fashion off figure, everything that we do, Mm -hmm. it's no secret that this is not, you know, your cookie cutter industry, right? Mm -hmm. Like we both went to school but neither of us are particularly doing the exact same thing that we went to school for. It's true. Right? Like, it's still, it still has helped and all of that kind of thing. So we've really been left to 
figure it out. Yes. And I think the biggest thing in this industry, mm-hmm. in life period, you know, because it's it as it relates to um, career, relationships, friendships even, mm-hmm. is consistency, right? Mm-hmm. Or lack thereof. Um, so something that people always ask us is like, what keeps us motivated? Yes. Right? Like, what keeps us going? What keeps you, you know, on LinkedIn, making connections, mm-hmm. um, talking to people? What keeps me going to auditions every week? And, like, I could go months without booking. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, let, let's get into to that. Like, for you... What keeps me motivated? That's something that I tend to ask myself a lot for Mm. the simple fact. I mean, we've both been, well, let's just say in terms of fashion, we've been in fashion for like, what, 16, 17 years? Gosh. Even, maybe even longer because I mean, I was gonna say a humble. Probably over ten years. Yeah, but like, no when girl. You say 15, 16, no girl. Because it's been even a because I'm sure even before we met, you yeah. were in fashion yeah, and yeah, so yeah. on. Maybe not necessarily styling somebody, but you had an interest in fashion. Yeah. My whole interest in fashion happened when I was young. From the time I was a kid, like I used to cut up my clothes Mm -hmm. and then move on to my mom's clothes (laughs) and in a jamaican household that would that definitely got me into trouble but it was just my escape and my mom always says that she like she always says i'm a lot like my dad but she sees a lot of um her in me because my mom has always been in fashion she just never really pursued it Mm -hmm. even with my dad he's very fashionable and so forth but i always there's always this 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 feeling in my gut and in my heart that this is what i meant to do because i've always steered away Mm -hmm. i tried to steer away and it brings and it brings me right back to it like yeah, it's almost like God is like, nope, this is not, this is not it. Focus right here. And in the end, he always tends to show me like, it may take months, it may take years, whatever. But he always shows me that, yes, this is what I was trying to show you from years ago when you doubted me and so forth. Yeah. So yeah it's so all that gut feeling within yourself yes that gut feeling god and god in my ears like yeah, yeah. telling totally. me nope 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 this is where this is where you need to be just just hold on everything's gonna work out so yeah that's my motivation for sure yeah um for me i'm i'm similar to you as well like this whole entertainment thing has always been in me being an only child I had to be very creative, you know, like I would mm-hmm. have full on concerts in my room by myself, you know, or like my, my cousins would come over for the summer and like we would be like Destiny's Child. I was always Beyonce. Like it just went without saying. Um, <laughs> but all that to say, like, like yourself, it has always been in me. Mm-hmm. And 
yo, over the years when I just did not know how to pursue acting mm-hmm. as a real career, how to make money out of it. Like I, I've said before, like I was never a part of any groups and and squads of, you know, actors and in the city and stuff like that. Like only up until CHP, like CrossFit House Productions, mm-hmm. is when I've really been a part of like a collective of actors, right? Okay. So prior to that, I just felt very like alone in this industry. Mm-hmm. So there, I did go through those seasons of like, mm, like let me tell you, I was researching friggin' like how to become an electrician at one point. <laughs> consider girl, I considering not. moving to Vancouver to go do two triad like. <laughs> What? Like, kudos to that. is news. I know, you never knew that, right? To me. Um, like, <laughs> An electrician. Right? I just picture you with a tool. I'd be like, um, so this doesn't go with my outfit, so, um. You would a wrench? <laughs> you would a wrench? No, don't get it twisted. I'm very handy, okay? I actually <laughs> love being school. handy, but oh that God. just was not my calling. Wow. Right? So that is my experience mm-hmm. of, like, trying to stray away yeah and then that tug absolutely that spiritual tug mm-hmm. um always brought me back and mm-hmm. was like nah this is what i want you to do you mm-hmm. know even working in costumes um being on set daily mm-hmm. it's like i'm walking through hallways I'm, I'm i'm buying clothes for actors i'm reading scripts and I'm honoring my position and I'm thankful for it and I'm grateful um, to be learning from that angle. Mm-hmm. But there's always that thing in me like, okay, yeah. these conversations are going to happen about Absolutely. me one day. Okay, there's going to be somebody trying to figure out if I like lace or cotton panties mm-hmm. one day. Like, you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, shopping for me after hours. Like, yeah. you know, all of that. So, definitely, definitely my spirit as well. Um, and, and just that voice, like God being like, yo, nah, yeah, this is you. And also I think for both of us is, as far as motivation, we have been so blessed with families who support us. Absolutely. Right. Like we always, like both of our moms are similar in a sense of like, oh yes, yo, we're big woman. Yep. And they're still like on our asses. Of course. You know? Yeah. But it's like, man, I couldn't be more thankful for that. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Like I get, I get voice notes from your mom. Oh yeah. I'm regular. Like just pouring into me, you know? And it's just like, man, like family support. And I know that everyone doesn't have the luxury of that, you know? Um, and sometimes we and take so it for granted. Gotta, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, um, I, I agree. Like, I will never forget when I was about to move away to Kuwait and I was working and I was really... No, this wasn't Kuwait. This was when I was supposed to move to Qatar. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was so anxious about the interview and so forth. And I remember your mom sent me a message. And I was looking at my phone. I'm just like, is this Sharona? <laughs> I was like... I was like Mm-hmm. And she was just like, yell, it's Carmen. I'm like, oh my God. I cried Aww. my eyes out because it was just <laughs> such a hard and nerve wracking time for me. It mm-hmm. was just, it was just so hard, which brings up the whole like, 
even just staying the course and knowing that things are going to be fine because we are in industries where it's it's so up and down it's like one minute you're working next minute you're not yeah yeah it's 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 not easy at all and i need even for you being an actor and going on auditions and going on maybe on 20 auditions for the week Mm-hmm. And maybe not even booking any. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that is like that is one hundred percent. I a could part not. Of Im- my reality yeah, right I, now. I. That's yeah. a that's a that's a lot. That's a hard pill to swallow. Because last year when I was when I ended up not moving away to Kuwait, and I was I think I applied to twenty to thirty um, different jobs. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind. Again, I wanted to steer away from fashion because yeah. I felt that fashion hurt me because I didn't get that job in Kuwait. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's God. Maybe God is just telling me, nope, start some, start something else. And just like you, I tried to steer away. Mm-hmm. I, I looked at jobs in banks, mm-hmm. <laughs> like office jobs, things that I knew that I, it's not really you. Yeah, it's not really like, me. Let me try it. Take yeah, advice. let me just try it yeah. because I feel like God is like, yeah, try something new. Yeah. And I'll get to the interview sometimes, not even get to the interview, but there was a time where I looked online, applied, and the next week they tell me, yeah, I'm going to the second round and so forth, and somebody should be contacting me. And then you get that email that... Thanks so much for applying. So you're getting all excited yes, and then all yes, of a sudden, yes. unfortunately, the unfortunately, oh when my. you see, listen, whenever I'm like reading emails like that or like letters or whatever, I like literally hold my breath because, yeah. and I almost, it's so strange because it's almost like I'm preparing myself. Absolutely. Like, and then like when it ends up being something great, mm-hmm. it's like I have to read it a thousand yeah. times. Like, Oh, no, wait. Yep. What is it? Yep. But when you see that unfortunately line, it's like, oh, oh God. Son, that's when my anxiety started coming into play. Because yeah. it's like, I haven't really been diagnosed with anxiety, but the last few years have been trying. Like, yeah. I've been super anxious. Like, you got my voice notes all last year. Like, yeah, 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 I'm yeah, just yeah. like, I don't know what the hell is going on, but my mind is just not here. Like, I'm anxious. My heart's racing. Every time somebody tells me something, I'm getting all anxious. Like, if I don't hear from my dad and I'm calling him, I'm ringing down his phone. If I don't hear from my mom, same thing. Like, it's it, that whole process just from rejection letters from work, mm-hmm. like, affected my whole life in general. And it was it was hard. But the one thing that kept me going was, God, I, I can't even... Yeah. I can't even stress that enough. It's so true. And just like, you know, just diving deeper into that. Um, for us, yeah, because, you know, our spiritual walks as individuals show up in our lives daily. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a huge part of who we are, who we've become, and who we're becoming. Um and I think now, like, as I get older, I'm not in denial about that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, when I was younger, just trying to find the balance between, like, 
loving God and mm-hmm. and being in the entertainment industry mm-hmm. or like loving God and like wanting to go to the club and turn up like yes. you know what I mean just just feeling so like condemned and mm-hmm. uneasy and like what's right what's wrong and then, and then I learned as I as I got older and got deeper into my walk understanding the difference between like religion based rules versus relationship mm-hmm. you know what I mean and we are of Christian faith but yes. it's more so and people have all you know we're not getting into people's you know opinions and experiences mm-hmm. and I'm just speaking from my own experience mm-hmm. once I learned relationship with God mm-hmm. it was like yo it's just me and you homie we Absolutely. just out here and you showed up and showed out time and time and time mm-hmm. again where you know even if I wanted to quit I, I can't yeah you know I I, I messed like I I message you know um my business partners daily and I just like yeah I'm so over this mm-hmm. like you know what I mean like Ugh, I'm over this man like I, I don't want to do that I don't want to go to rehearsal I don't mm-hmm. want to I don't want to plan this anymore but and it's like I I always finish my sentence by okay I'm gonna have my moment yeah and I'm gonna keep going yeah because I'm not going anywhere mm-hmm. like I would be, just talk you know I would be doing such a disservice Mm -hmm. to the word that's in my spirit you Mm -hmm. know what I mean it would be and I feel like like quitting on this journey is like truthfully like saying like god I don't think you can do it absolutely you know what I mean I didn't even think about that damn (laughs) like that just literally like yeah yeah, it's true you know it's bigger than ourselves yeah um, I have a question for you because I remember when you were going through the whole Qatar, Kuwait potential transition. Mm-hmm. Um, you were going to move out there for people who don't know, mm-hmm. which people probably know by now, but yeah. you were going to move out there for a position mm-hmm. and, and we were getting so close and mm-hmm. there's a lot of phone conversations. Yep. There was a travel out there for a face-to-face interview. Mm-hmm. Like you went through the whole shebang. Yeah. And I remember being on voice notes with you, praying, Mm -hmm. just believing that with you and all that type of stuff. And then in the end, like, you know, as as we know, like it just didn't pan out, right? It just wasn't, it wasn't the time. Mm -hmm. Um, So would you say that like that was probably the time in your life or, or when was the time in your life where you were really like, yo, God, like this Hmm. is me and you. Like, did it happen way before that, or? Um, that was the second time it happened. Okay. Um, and um, that's when it was a little bit more, I was in more of a battle with him then, mm. which I'll get into. But the first time it happened is when I actually moved away to New York in 2009 okay yeah. yes yes um just before i moved away um my sister invited me and my mom to a church that she was going to um and um i mean i i grew up catholic like i went to a catholic oh, elementary okay. school catholic high school um i was 
I had first communion, confirmation, all that jazz. Like in in high school, I did religion class. Like we had to do religion. So um, the whole Catholic religion was really instilled in me, but very confusing, extremely confusing. So when I got out of high school, that's when I'm like, okay, well, I don't really understand this. I just went to this high school just because. Let me just kind of do my thing. Mm-hmm. When I got to New York City, or just before I went to New York, like I said, I was going to church, but not really taking it seriously. Um, when I got to New York, within i'd say the first three weeks of being out there i pretty much experienced everything Mm. from being around drugs alcohol um just the whole party life and just being around people that didn't have the time or patience um I met some amazing people. Uh, my mentor is out there, and um, she definitely helped me on my course. But um, there were times where I pretty much did not know what the hell I was going to do. I was homeless wow. while I was there wow, wow, for wow. like four weeks. Um, I was held up at gunpoint oh, while I was there. God. <laughs> Yo, when you told me that the first time yeah oh, yeah held up at gunpoint um mm. yeah there was there was a lot going on and um i think my mental health really t- came into play because my mom was tr- my mom used to call me like every day while i was out there and um there was a time where i was just going through my spiral she tried to call me and i wouldn't answer i just send her a text i'm like i'm fine I don't want to talk. I'm and fine. that I'm would fine. worry your mom. Oh, absolutely. Because your mom is very like, yeah, direct, yeah. like, you know, I need to talk. Like, absolutely. We need to share what's happening. Yeah. There was a time where I didn't talk to my mom for like three weeks. Wow. Because every time she would call, I'd be like, I'm, I'm at work. I'll call you later. I'll call you later. I'll call you later. And my mom was that type of person where she was just like, deep down, she knew that was, there was something wrong. But she's just like, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to interrupt what Janelle has going on because she could be on set and whatever and I know she's super busy right. so it's fine but I was in a very 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 dark hole and um that's when my faith started to really come into play I didn't really understand who God was to a degree because I was in this place that had everything that was quote-unquote demonic Mm -hmm. and i was in this battle of literally heaven and hell Mm -hmm. for lack of a better word like i I was literally in heaven and hell and i'm just in the middle and i'm like everything's so tempting over here but i need to stay close to here because this is all shiny and if i stay closer to god then he can bring me here but this industry is so crazy like it was just a very awkward it was an awkward moment for me and um yeah when i got out and um that's when my faith like i said really came into play um the second time it came into play and where it was even more like strong is when yeah i didn't move away to kuwait Mm -hmm. because i had 
like you knew you helped me pack my place yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) you helped me pack up my place i was literally in kuwait signed the contract and was like yeah i'm ready to go like everything was good the communication with the company was every week there i was even supposed to go get a visa to go to china because i was supposed to go to china in april to do some buying um, yeah some buying Mm -hmm. and stuff like that for like the visuals like mannequins and whatever i literally went down to the chinese embassy in downtown toronto so this was everything was everything was happening yeah and i will never forget that day it was end of march and i was walking in to do a talk to about 30 young black girls about perseverance determination and how to overcome obstacles i will never ever ever forget that day so you had to go and motivate them yeah right after like right on the heels of yeah like as i was walking in like well five minutes before i was going on i got an email from the hr person saying that it doesn't look like i'm gonna come so I called him. I literally ran out and I remember I called him. I was just like, what are you talking about? He's just like, yeah. Over in the Middle East, they're very like abrupt with their decisions. Yeah. So they were just like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in Kuwait right now. You can't come. We can't bring you. And I was literally on the phone. I was just like, there's got to be a mistake. Like, <laughs> there's nothing you can do. They're like, No. He's like, I, I have to tell you this. I wanted to tell you this over the phone because I respect you and we've grown such a friendship. I technically wasn't just going to send you an email and let you know, but I wanted to let you know over the phone. So he's like, I'm also going to have to send you an email as well to oh, make gee, it. The paper trail. I'm like, oh my gosh. Did you cry before going to talk to the girls? Um, No, I couldn't. I couldn't. And that... I think that affected me because I was just in the state of shock. Yeah. I was literally in a state of shock. And then I went and talked to the girls and the guy that, the principal, I should say, when he introduced me, he was just like, yeah, and you know, she's moving away soon. Oh, jeez. Like, <laughs> devil is alive. Devil is alive. And I went up there and did my thing. And then he asked if I can stay a little longer. And I'm like, all right, cool. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stay. And yeah, as I was going home, I bawled. Of course. Like, I I was done. I bawled. Yeah, it was was definitely, it was definitely rough. Yeah. For me. And yeah, it wasn't. I I remember I was in my room and I mean you know mm-hmm. I was in my room for 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 that time I was in my room for about 2 weeks. Wow. Yeah. Just 2 weeks. Wow, I was wow, crying, wow. crying every single day. Yeah. Every single day. Cuz it's so much emotion, right? It's yeah. like, it's like again as an artist, like as a creative, it's like it's one thing to not get the job like you know mm-hmm. not move out there you after signing papers yeah. flying out for an interview mm-hmm. but then like the added layer is you've already moved out of your place yeah right and then 
And then the other added layer is like, okay, I I had this plan yes. that would have worked out. It was also going to be a huge like financial jump. Absolutely. Right? And now it's like, what what now then? Yeah. It yeah. threw me off and I was angry at God. I'm just like, yeah. you got me this far to literally leave me homeless right. <laughs> and I have to move back in with my mom and figure all this out. But as I was applying, like I said, I applied to many different places and all of them were saying no mm-hmm. to the point where that other, that luxury company where I got so close yeah. and they were like, no. And that trust me. Yep. That's I, what, that was it. I know that. I, yeah. I was just saying to Joe the other day, I was like, are we in a season of no? I think like like, no seasons happen in your life. Yes. But then like, yes, seasons happen in your life as well. Absolutely. You know, and I keep just feeling in my spirit, my own, like just, you know, for myself or my friends that when you get your first like big yes, Mm -hmm. The yeses will just flood in. Oh my gosh. You know what and I mean? I, and I see that now. And you, you're experiencing that yep, now. Yeah, I'm seeing that now because that no turned out to be, like you said, huge yeses. Yeah. Because it was just no, 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 no. But it was like, God was like, nope. I want you to focus on you and start your own thing. Yes. And that and is the people always will come. the scary part. Yep. Because even with Crossfield House Productions, mm-hmm. like every day I'm like, yo, where can I find the brand FUBU now? Because yep. that's all all that I say. Yep. I'm like, listen, we're just on some forest bias type Trust shit. Trust me. And we just got to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> like, that's just what it is. Absolutely. And that, but I feel like that is the level of faith that God requires. Absolutely. From us in order to really pipe up and show what he's able to do yep you know because that comfort zone place that and it's also such a testament to like really having to submit yes because life is the world is set up in such a way where we're so anxious to know everything Mm -hmm. and to be in the know and to have everything planned to a t but God is like, you know, biblical belief is the complete opposite. Absolutely. It's about surrender. Yeah. It's about trust. It's yep. about faith. It's about walking out on that water and and believing that you will not sink. Yep. But you're you don't actually see mm-hmm. like where you're gonna step. You know what I mean? And that level is but when you can get comfortable in that place, I believe that's such a freeing place. Absolutely. Like, all right, God, have your your way. Like, yep. your will be done. What do you want me to do today? And I've just kind of, like, put into practice that type of speech in mm-hmm. order to not become anxious about my career and which way it's going to go. Yes. You know? And it's easier said than done. Absolutely. Days, but... Yeah, it's super easy. So it's super easy said than done because, I mean just to end and everything i mean 
Now it's like, I see why I'm, why I'm supposed to be yeah. here. Yeah. My dad was sick last year. Right. And my mom. Yeah. And I needed to be Your here. My sister had a baby. My sister had like my, so my baby. Yes. <laughs> she had my baby. Yeah. <laughs> my beautiful niece, Yara. Like, and I'm the one taking my dad to doctor's appointments and so mm-hmm. forth. We had a scare with him this year, early this year too. If it what my mom always tells me, like, I do not know how your dad would be alive if you were not here. Mm-hmm. She's just like, if you were not here, she was like, she even tells him all the time. And it gets mm-hmm. me super emotional because it's like, oh, it's going to make me cry. Yeah. <laughs> it gets him so, it gets him, it gets me super emotional because my dad says uh, he feels that I am his angel because mm-hmm. every while my dad was sick, I'm the one that told him to go to the doctor and then he got checked out and found out whatever and i was the one to take him to the doctors and the hospital and so forth why am i crying I know. Like, up. like i don't know the story know. but it's like but it's 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 real because yeah. i i went through all of that last year and it was rough and i did not understand why i need to stay here but it's because my family needs me and mm-hmm. even with the job like i'm freelance I can take my dad to the doctors mm-hmm. because of my job, of mm-hmm. how it's situated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't have to go and say I need this day off. I yeah. can literally schedule it. Yeah. Like if my dad needs me or if my mom needs me, my sister, I can literally drop everything and go. Yeah. And I couldn't ask for anything else even with my speaking. Like it's, I'm getting back into that and so forth. So yeah patience and trusting in him like i said there were times where i was angry i didn't understand but yeah and shout out to pastor ruth because girl mm-hmm. <laughs> pastor ruth yes she was that one we love pastor ruth yes so sharona osborne what about you like when did your spiritual journey come into play um, you know, I always, I always refer to like, I'm very big on sowing and reaping mm-hmm. in the sense of planting seeds. Mm-hmm. And, and so what I mean by that is like, when I think about my spiritual walk with God, it started way before I even knew it was starting. Okay. Um, like, literally, I went to church camp when I was a kid. And I always think about well, that. You went to church camp? Yeah. <laughs> like, but for me, it was like, I'm just going to camp. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was fun. We get to sleep over. My mom's giving me, like, to go to the tuck shop so I could get my little chocolate bars and I thought I was balling with $20. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you want a chocolate bar too? I got you. And Balling with $20. Like, like where it became church camp, it was because we were like learning like fun church songs, songs that I literally sing up to this day Mm -hmm. because the way they they did it was just fun and like childlike, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But like easy to remember. I remember coming home and teaching my cousins the songs 
And so, you know, and that's what I mean by like that seed being planted from young. For me, I was just going to camp, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But there was such a like a spiritual covering mm-hmm. from that time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we life happens and we go through life and we go through our, like, you know, teenage stages and stuff like that. But I never really had that sort of hardcore rebellious teenage stage or whatever because mm-hmm. even in high school um, was when, like, I first started to, like, go to church on my own. Okay. You know what I mean? Where it's, like, not your parents or grandmother, like, bringing you. I just always knew there was, like... A curiosity about God to me like you know like I would spend time with my uncle in London and he was a pastor and we would just be in the car listening to like gospel music but it was like teenagers singing it mm-hmm. so I always associated like this kind of cool thing mm-hmm. and it wasn't until like kind of like in my late teens early 20s where that was kind of like my sort of time where I was just while in and kind of like my spiritual walk took the back burner in my life I mm-hmm. feel and and then you know so so now I'm getting older and you know being in like my, my mid to late 20s is when I really started to like be more curious about God yes and like start going to like Bible study and stuff like that and for me and now it's just like I can't even picture my life without having that relationship. Amen. It is the most important relationship to me. And just because I see him show up in so many ways, Mm -hmm. so many areas in my life, so many areas in other people's life, whenever I see somebody like get a big blessing in their life Mm -hmm. or just some amazing breakthrough, the first thing I say is like, Look at God. Yep. Yes, God. Like, I hope you don't think you did that. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? But that's just me. But honestly, you know, like how you said, you went through that time of you were angry at God, you were doubting God mm-hmm. um, when you went through, like, that New York story. Mm-hmm. Like, even though I've heard it before, like, I was in shock the first time I heard it. Like, mm-hmm. understanding, like, the level of just isolation that you felt, you yeah. know? I, too, had that similar isolated experience, like, that that feeling. Um, I would say 2016 was a very, you know, trying year for me. Hmm. Um, you know, I was, I'm not like, not even dating, Mm -hmm. but just associated Mm -hmm. with somebody who was extremely toxic Mm -hmm. and man, like that time was so rough. Like I have a lot of women in my life who experience abuse Mm -hmm. you know being physical mental emotional you know due to relationships that Mm -hmm. kind of thing so there's such a soft spot in my heart for those types of women Mm -hmm. you know they're my cousins they're my friends they're my aunts you know yeah um all of that kind of thing But I was always 
coming from an empathetic stance mm-hmm. meaning like I haven't experienced that but I could totally understand what you're going through yeah up until 2016 hmm. where I experienced some of the same things mm-hmm. so now I am of a stance of sympathy because it's like I too have experienced that yeah and I was so there was so much stuff going on in my mind in my spirit because parallel to this really dark time I felt like I was you know getting stronger with my relationship with God yeah so I when you you know how you were like I got angry with God Mm -hmm. I more so I didn't get angry with God but I was more so like God what am I missing? Yeah. Like, why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. Like, what did I do wrong where I have to have this type of experience? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and so I was so confused. Mm-hmm. And I really honestly felt like it was a face-off between mm-hmm. me and the devil. Mm-hmm. Like, real talk. Like, I got, like, Bibles thrown at me. Like, there <sighs> is... A friggin' chip, like on my bed. Um, the what's that? I can't even. The board, right the, the headboard. The headboard. Yes. 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 <laughs> there's like, there's like a chip in the wood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that is from like something being thrown. Like, you don't even know this, right? But yeah, like real shit. Like real shit popped off in here. You know what I mean? And it's just like, man, like at the same time, and I had, and I went through a time where I couldn't tell anybody. Yeah. And, and I was so upset at myself because I was like, I'm not this type of girl. Yeah. I'm not the person that just allows this thing, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and I didn't allow it. But when I say allow, I mean like, I didn't reveal it right away. Mm -hmm. Like, like to my mom, to my dad, mm-hmm. and they were like, as the, the moment they got wind, it was a wrap. I could only and imagine. For me, <laughs> it was like, it's not that I didn't want them involved, but honestly, there was something that in my spirit was like, I need to trust God yeah. to remove this this toxic person out of my life. Mm-hmm. And it needs to come in a different way than just pulling up on somebody and kicking their ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they need to be, like, wiped off the face of the earth mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I knew that, like, it was such a time where I really had to trust that, like, God would fight my battle. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, and it was hard. And... It was hard to even just, like, break my parents' heart. Mm-hmm. Like, for them to, like, learn about this so late. Because mm-hmm. they're like, yo, you're my one gal pick me. Like, exactly. I will die for you. And it was almost a thing of, like, I didn't want them to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm getting emotional. Yeah. <laughs> no, because you know, like, I could only imagine... Even with just, ugh. I can only imagine because it's like you know how your parents are. 
Because your parents would kill him. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. I totally understand. Yeah. Okay. Let me and you know Yep. Let me try to reel yep. it back in. And you don't want your parents to go to jail. Girl, I get it. <laughs> I get, trust me. Trust me when I say I understand. But I would definitely say that like that season of my life mm-hmm. was when I really like pressed into God the most that I ever have in my mm-hmm. whole life, you know, and and he like vindicated me on every level like that person is just like gone yeah like i've seen him around Mm -hmm. and it's like he has to like run in the other direction absolutely you know what i mean absolutely and i just know like i know that's god Mm -hmm. you know and so yeah like this year runs deep and it and (laughs) It's crazy. And I also learned a, a real lesson in be careful what you ask for. Mm-hmm. Because I remember having a conversation with my mom, you know, um, and she, one thing about my mom is that she has always been very strategic about how much she reveals to me mm-hmm. and when. Mm-hmm. She's always been like, I learned things about my mom as a big 30-odd-year-old mm-hmm. woman that I never knew before. Mm-hmm. And and it's just like there were things that she just told me way later in my life. But, yeah. but I'm so thankful for that because I'm in a place where I can like take it differently. Yeah, you can, I can absorb un- it. I can absorb yeah. it. I can understand it differently. I can... And I can also use it in my life. Absolutely. So we're having this conversation and you know she's telling me things about her past and all of that. And then I say to myself, and I say to her, and I'm like, you know, mom, I don't have a struggle story. Mm-hmm. And I, I know I shouldn't, wow. I shouldn't oh, feel my. guilty for that because my parents have worked their ass off for me not to have that experience. Oh, but I really said, you know, I kind of feel bad for not having a struggle story. You always hear like people you know, I lived in my car and I da-da-da, you know? And then, lo and behold, this was probably, like, months before all this shit popped off with homie. And I feel like God was like, oh, oh, you asked for struggle? Here you go. You know what I mean? But I'm telling you, like, now, and I'm such an advocate for only speaking life. Mm-hmm. Like, anytime I hear any doubt, death talk, mm-hmm. I just cut it off at the knee, whether it's coming from myself, mm-hmm. whether it's coming from anybody that I know, because I'm like, listen, we have too much authority in our tongues, and we have to be so careful um, with what we say. Hmm. And even with that whole experience and how hard that was in 2016, I can honestly say that it has helped me grow as an artist. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing with being an artist. As an actor, man, let me tell you, when they need me to cry on cue... Yep, you go into that place. When I'm in an acting class or whatever and they need me to tap into some type of emotion, Mm -hmm. let me tell you how much easier it is now. Absolutely. Because I have a real place to draw from. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I just find it... (laughs) So interesting, because when you said, 
when you said you spoke to your mom about you don't have a struggle story and you saw me literally shake my head that is exactly how i felt before i went to new york and that is exactly mm. what i told my mom wow and my sister wow and even god i went to him and i'm just like i want to know what it's like to struggle wow wow because i felt that i live in markham yeah everything so peachy it's picture perfect from like like obviously my mom and my dad supportive parents yes everything was good like they didn't make me and my sister know what was really going on yes that's right they painted this picture same thing with my mom too yeah and I'm like no things are just too easy I'm in Toronto (laughs) I want to go and live in New York and I want to struggle wow I want to be living out my car I want to be homeless. You said that? Yeah. Oh, my God. I want to be homeless. You see that? And then, boom. You see that? Boom. I will... I, <laughs> trust me when I say it. That's exactly what I said. That's exactly what I Girl, said. And so, I think lesson learned, I mean, <laughs> for us 100% Yo. and anyone listening, speak life only. Absolutely. And you will... 100% because if we could get all the things that we asked for like in the negative way Trust me. we can certainly get the things we asked for in the positive absolutely. way absolutely right like man that is crazy so to touch on with you because I know it's a very emotional topic but I'm sure there are listeners mm-hmm. out there that have been in a similar situation um with domestic, physical, mental violence, mm-hmm. and so forth. What advice would you give them? Like, honest, honest advice. What would you give them? Um, man, no one's ever, ever asked me that before. Because, because hey, girl, you are being candid as hell on here. So it's like, I'm sure people are going to be shocked this because i was shocked when i first heard it and i personally you already know me like when it comes on to my people (laughs) yeah yeah um honestly don't keep it a secret Mm -hmm. don't feel embarrassed Mm -hmm. or um like you can handle it Mm mm-hmm as extreme or 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 um, as severe or minor as it might be, yeah, abuse is abuse. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And, and this person was very, you know, v- tried to be verbally abusive, mm-hmm. but I could honestly say that none of that penetrated me. Mm-hmm. Like to look at me and be like, "Oh, you think you're gonna make it as an actress? Yeah, right." Da 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 da. Like none of that penetrated me. Yeah, and I thank God because of my my already like heightened faith level and belief level Mm -hmm. that yeah you're trying to like i see what you're trying to do Mm -hmm. and that's not penetrating me at all yeah so now you have to level up in your level of abuse right absolutely Which, which got to that physical place um but 100 like tell somebody asap Mm -hmm. you know and um 
obviously never think that it is something that you are doing wrong. Yeah. You know, because it's just unacceptable, plain mm-hmm. and simple, always. Um, yeah, just remove the guilt from yourself. Yeah. Um, which was not my experience. I knew that he was battling spiritually. Absolutely. I knew that this was spiritual warfare. I knew that. Mm-hmm. I knew that. Um, so my situation is a bit different, mm-hmm. but because I know that a lot of women who experience this think that it's something that they did wrong mm-hmm. or that they're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but tell somebody and never stop trusting God and never, you know, feel ashamed or embarrassed, I think is like the biggest thing that I would say. Mm-hmm. You know, just speak and never think that this is just your lot in life. I know women who go from one abusive relationship to another mm-hmm. because they feel like this is just my lot in life. This is how I'm loved. I'm hard to love. Yeah. So if he's around and I get a box up every now and then, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll just deal because at least I have my man at home mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be, you know? <sighs> the devil is a liar. Amen. <laughs> but Amen. you know, we I'm thankful for these experiences for, for both of us. Because yes. what doesn't break you makes you stronger. That is and the oof. you know, God will literally, quite literally, make your enemy your footstool when I tell you. And you just have to believe that. Yep. Be- um, believe and trust. Yeah. Just keep the course. <sighs> Well. All right. Well, <laughs> after that, I think a break is much needed. And yeah, so we will be right back. So as many of you may know by now, I am an actress and I work with a production company called Crossfield House Productions. And we're currently working on a theater play called A Little Black Lie. And we're super excited to announce that we will be in D.C. Yay, we're going to the uh, D.C. Black Theater Festival. We've been um, asked to come and perform the show. Mm -hmm. So the festival runs from June 21st to July 7th. And we will be there performing for two days. So June 22nd and June 23rd at the Anacostia Theater in D.C. And for more information, you can definitely go to the festival website. Uh, That's where you'll be able to find our tickets as well. Tickets are only $15. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if you feel like coming to D.C. Or if you have family and friends out there, supporting the show would definitely mean a lot to us so the website is dc black theater festival.com uh forward slash a little black lie and uh that should bring you right to our page for tickets but if not it's super easy to navigate on the uh site so we're super excited. And, um, and it's only $15. Like, yeah. I got my ticket and I'm like, oh, wow, even an American. Okay, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. 22 bucks. Right. Like, yeah, of course. Hashtag support black art. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And for me, everybody knows that obviously I'm dyslexic and I also I love fashion. And one thing that I always love to do is 
well, one thing that I actually do is infuse a really good cause with fashion. Mm -hmm. It's just who I am. So one of my great friends, um, her name is Abiola. She actually has a fashion show coming out on Wednesday, June 26th at the Artscape Winchward Barnes in Toronto. It's 601 Christie Street. And um, she actually is doing this event with um, Women's Habitat, Mm. which is amazing yeah um it's a fundraising event um all of the proceeds actually go to women's habitat and um yeah it's just super amazing um she asked me to be the stylist for the um, fashion show um shout out to rashi and also shout out to janice they have um been the ones to um um, do the PR and doing um, the event producing for the show. So it's just what time is? It's actually at six okay. p.m. to eight thirty. Um, tickets are sixty bucks. Um, not a lot for a fashion fundraiser. I mean, there'll be appetizers, there'll be drinks, and just a really good vibe to support um, women who have been a product of possibly domestic violence. These women have been in shelters. And um, a lot of the women who are actually um, part of Women's Habitat and who actually stay at Women's Habitat will actually be at the show. Nice. Which is great. I love that. Yeah. And um, what's even more interesting is that Abiel herself was actually in the shelter Mm. years ago. So, um, yeah, it has a really special place in our heart. So, um, yeah, definitely check out um, the event. Um, For details, you can go on the Fashionable Escape on Instagram and also the fashionableescape.com to get tickets. And, yeah, it's only 60 bucks, really and truly. Sounds great. Yes. Yeah, that's exciting. Definitely super excited for that. that. Um, Okay, let's get back to the show. So we have a segment here called Stage Whisperer where Janelle and I talk on WhatsApp, you know. Every day. Every day. (laughs) And it's like 17-minute conversations Mm -hmm. on voice notes on WhatsApp. Um, And we've been doing this for years. So we decided to kind of like take a little sneak peek, a little candid, you know, excerpt out of our private conversations um and share them here on the pod so Janiao, just talking about like everything that we're talking about right now funny enough you sent this to me a while back yes and i'm gonna play a little clip of it um because i think it's fitting mm-hmm. so let's hear your stage whisper when things are on a on a roll we we tend to we tend to stray away from God, hmm. and it's not like I'm, I'm I'm like I'm I don't thank Him, but we're just conditioned to believe that yeah, this is all us, and um we don't want to thank him not necessarily we don't want to think we just forget and we forget where we were a few months ago when we were calling calling on him when we were desperate and all of a sudden now things are good and it's like he's literally like looking at us like okay you're gonna stop praying now you're gonna stop going to church now 
you're gonna stop just you're just gonna kind of just leave me here and be like all right just come to me whenever you feel like it and whatever and give a little hallelujah hallelujah praise but when shit hits the fan again you're gonna run to me right yeah (laughs) yeah definitely i know (laughs) i know that Mm -hmm. i know i I know those ones Mm -hmm. And I know exactly where I was when I sent that to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's the question. Where Where were you at that time? Um, I was. Mentally I woke and up spiritually. I woke up early in the morning, and um, it was on a day that it was on a Sunday, mm-hmm. and my mom was asking, "Oh, you're gonna come with me to church?" And I'm like, mm, "No, I'm just. I think I'm just gonna stay home." Mm-hmm. And. Um, yeah, I was literally in bed, and something was just like, it was God. Not even something. It was God yeah. in my head saying, get on your knees and pray. Mm. And I'm just like, nah. The way my knees are set up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling that right now. And he kept saying over and over and over, he was like, go on your knees and pray. So I'm like, okay. All right. Let's do this. So I went by my bed, and like kneel down and um start praying and um i had a bible with me and i just put my head like my forehead on the bible mm. and the, i don't know where that came from but that was something i was doing last year because that's when i needed him the most mm-hmm. so i'm like i need to absorb all of this mm-hmm. right now like right through my head i need everything so i did that and I was on my knees for maybe about maybe five minutes. Just he's like, he kept saying that the devil is trying to attack. And I kept saying, I rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus. I rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus. Basically almost talking in tongues. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I like my mom left, went to church and I went on YouTube and um, something was like, let's just find Sarah Jakes, found Sarah Jakes. And the first thing I saw, I was like, no, cause I usually click on the first thing, yeah. but I'm like, let me go on the third thing. Mm-hmm. And everything she was talking about was directed to my life. Yeah. And that's when I sent it to you and yeah, I actually yeah, sent yeah. it to Troy. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I love those spirit led moments. Yeah. 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 And that's when I sent that voice message to you because like I mentioned before, things are going good for me right now. Like, it's I'm on a good roll. But I always forget that this is not me. Yeah. This is all God. Yes. And, you know, I think it's so important that you are transparent about that mm-hmm. and saying, you know, I forget sometimes. Yeah, of course. Because we, I think the world forgets. Absolutely. You know what I mean? that we're not really running the show. Absolutely. And the moment you forget that, you'll get humbled real quick. Yep. No, I, I, and it's (laughs) to just piggyback on that a little bit. Um, Last week I saw, because I'm always online looking at different pastors and so forth and um, just hearing different words. And Pastor Michael Todd (laughs) had something that he posted on his Instagram. He's one of the realest pastors ever. He's a young pastor and mm-hmm. had a, yeah. uh, like a, a very interesting past life. 
and he said that sometimes we treat God as a, like a side chick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I laughed at first. And I was like, I'm gonna hit you up when I miss you. Oh, yes. Or when I'm bored. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like a side chick. Like yeah. we. It's not. He's not our main chick. He's a side chick. So he's the one that we call on when, you know, we just want a little bit of comfort here and yes, there yes, and yes. so forth. But when things are really good, we then just leave the side right, chick right. and think that yeah, the main chick, which is us, yeah, <laughs> we got this all under control. Right. And then there's a side chick. Like okay, but you just need me just to whatever like and i listened to at first i was laughing then i was just like is this right like this this seems like a little wrong but it's it's a true analogy it's it's a true analogy yes sometimes we just treat them as we just call when we need yeah it's like this user mentality yeah like we just use them whenever we need them the most and then when things are good we're just like yeah yeah yeah. god's still gonna be there whenever and it's all good but yeah, yeah that's that was a very trying time, and I felt like I needed to be very transparent yeah. to you mm-hmm. and now to everybody else. Now to everybody else. <laughs> here, you, here you go, world. Yes. Um, yeah, no, real real moment. Mm-hmm. Um, that was good. Thank you for sharing that yeah. and, um, and just where you were because it's true. Mm-hmm. We get there. You know, we are just sinners saved by grace, and, um, and it happens. Yes. You know, but... I I always say I'm like God like have your way like I I don't trust myself mm-hmm. you know the way I trust you mm-hmm. you know what I mean I I, I will mess up yes. so God you just do it what you want me to wear today what am I eating today absolutely. who am I talking to today absolutely just in that complete place of surrender which is such a blessing to to finally get to yes um so yeah stage whisperer. So my off-figure tip isn't necessarily an action. It's more of a mental thing. And that is to be humble and sometimes take on projects that you may think or could be a little bit below um, your pay grade or even just below... um, Say if you're a wardrobe stylist, like a well-known wardrobe stylist or just a wardrobe stylist overall, and um, you got a job to be an assistant, don't necessarily turn down that job because that job could possibly lead to an opportunity. Absolutely. Um, Last week I was, I got a call um, from an agency to basically assist a stylist. And at first I'm like, hmm, Assist a stylist. At first, it was it sound okay in theory, but then I was getting in my head a lot. I'm just like, why am I going to assist a stylist for? And of course, me being a research queen, I found out who the stylist was, went on his Instagram, um, saw his work, and he does amazing work. And it wasn't necessarily an off-figure shoot. It was more of a styling shoot. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, you know, at the end of the day, like this guy shoots a lot of stuff for editorials and so on. So I could definitely possibly learn something on there. And um, I took the job. And when I got <clears throat> on set, it was actually something for like a digital campaign um, for a for a store. 
And um, I've never actually done something like that before. It was a well-known store in Canada, and there were about what, seven or eight looks that I had to assist the stylist on. And pretty much when I got to the shoot, <clears throat> And we're getting all the details and so forth. So as I got to my car, I'm seeing him come with me. I'm just like, okay. So I'm like, am I driving? He was like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm actually like the assistant assistant mm-hmm. on this. For you to work work. Oh yeah, I'm here to like really work. Like, okay. And in my mind, I'm like, if this was me a few years ago and thinking the type of person that I was and just having this big head when it came on to like styling like and so on, I'd be like, mm, why am I driving here? Or why would I'm doing this? I don't want to do an assistant job. It's kind of low, it's lower than actually what I do. I would have missed on an opportunity because, I mean, we went to different places, got the products that were needed and even... When he came back to the shoot, I was I actually saw how he put certain things together for the shoot. I saw the him talking to um, the creative director of the store, um, coming up with ideas on how it should be. He came up with a storyboard, all of that type of stuff. And um, just to be in that element and to see how that whole process was, was really eye-opening for me and possibly helped me in my um, future career. So for me, I think humility is everything. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just got to really take a step back and don't necessarily think that every job has to be like big and glamorous and so forth. Because right. at the end of the day, styling isn't always glamorous. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it really isn't. It isn't glamorous. Sometimes you have to do some of the quote unquote bitch work. <laughs> right. And at the end of the day, like I... I had no problem doing it, but the driving part kind of caught me off guard. I'm like, okay, so I'm actually the chauffeur. I'm actually the one. The real assistant. Yeah, the real assistant. assistant Yeah, and I did it no problem. I mean, um, I spoke to him the day after and the shoot was a success. And um, yeah, I'm sure even with the agency that contacted me, I'm sure they were probably thinking, "Mm, I don't know if she's going to take the job or not. So the fact that I actually took the job because of my experience, it looks good on me because they'll course. possibly give me more jobs like that. And, you know, it's a little change in my pocket. And that's like, you know, a true tell just to business in general. Absolutely. Right. Like like what you're saying, humility and just you never know you saying this, you know, this small yes. Mm hmm could easily lead to the bigger yes. Absolutely. It's like a thing in business. Like, if you know anything about business, you know that. Yeah. Right? So, it makes sense. And it's so funny when you say, like, the you know, styling is not glamorous, as glamorous as people think, mm-hmm. right? Because even with me, like, working in costumes and being a costume buyer, it's like, the fastest way for me to describe what I do is just say, I shop for actors. Mm. Like, I am shopping all day. I'm in the mall all day. But I'm also in traffic all day. Absolutely. I'm also, like, strategically deciding which shoes I'm going to wear because what shoes can manage me walking for, like, 10 hours a day easily. You know what I mean? Lugging bags. I have to park strategically Mm -hmm. in certain areas of the mall so, like, I can like get to my car faster oh yeah trust me can't leave the bags in the car no 
you know, all of that. So, yeah, humility for sure. Thank you for um, sharing. So that pretty much wraps up this week's episode yes very informative episode (laughs) yeah it always is (laughs) yeah like for us and then we always say that like we've known each other for like 15 years i want to say but there's still like legit new information yes yeah just like how our listeners find out something new about us we like i'm still in shock i know i know know. you know that's the whole thing about life yeah. ups and downs i like this platform for that reason absolutely you know because you just never know what's gonna flow and it's like oh shit the mic's on yeah <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening yes and um be sure to check us out on soundcloud spotify apple music and i believe there's a few others but for now <laughs> those um three streaming platforms are on and um we want to hear from you guys yeah so, hit us up yeah any comments, questions, if you just want to talk to things or whatever, hit us up at behindthestage at gmail.com. The is T-H-A. Yes. Behind the, <laughs> the stage, stage at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Yes. And check us out on Instagram as well at behind this stage. Mm-hmm. Slide in our DMs, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, so I am going to end this week with one of my favorite scriptures Mm -hmm. and uh the scripture is so fitting right now (laughs) it really is and it's just been something that i kind of personally say to myself every day and it is from proverbs 18 verse 16 Mm -hmm. and it is a man's gifts make room for him and bring him before great men. Mm. So just to encourage, you know, just to know that you are enough. Mm -hmm. Your gifts are specific to your destiny. And nothing and no one can stop that. Amen. Right? Mm -hmm. So says the church. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right. All right, guys. Take care. Peace.